Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, hey, what's going on out there? Are you behaving yourself? Are you being good? No. Hey, it really doesn't hey, matter. Hey, Paula. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing a song from the 50s there, or 60s, whatever it was. Hey, You hey, ain't Paula. seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're taking care of business here. <laughs> the father's business, brother. <laughs> That's right. We are busy about our father's business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. This is Growing in Grace, believe it or not. I'm Mike with Joel. Joel, I, I just feel like jumping into this. I know you want to just rattle on for a few more minutes about nothing, but I'm not going to let you do it this time. I'm not going to let you do it. Um, just kidding. For those new listeners out there, we, we do like to get around here a little bit, and that's just the joy of the Lord, I think. But um, we've been talking about forgiveness, and I can't remember exactly what we said at the end of last week's <laughs> program, but, but I think you know we, we laid some good groundwork about you know forgiveness. And so if you didn't catch that one, I would encourage you just to hit the pause button on this. Go back and catch last week's program at growingandgrace.org. You know, we got our most recent programs there listed at the top. Pick up on that because we want to move on from there. And then I think this will make a lot more sense to you. But, you know, something I wanted to mention, Joel, as we were talking about forgiveness last week, and I think we laid out some pretty good information there about the finished work of Christ. When it comes to sin, and we, and we determined last week that sin is no longer the issue, sin is not going to be something that comes between us and God ever again, because it's been dealt with. Thank the Lord it's been dealt with. We now have this justification, this forgiveness. You know what? It brings peace. By faith, we, we know we're forgiven. By the blood of Jesus, we know this is the case, and it has nothing to do with us. The ball is not in our court. <laughs> Thank goodness, because all those missed shots that we'd be firing right now, right? Trying to shoot exactly. it through the basket. No way. So, one thing I wanted to mention, though, Joel, was um, when it comes to sin, I, I believe there is still right and wrong. The Spirit of God is there in you and with you at all times, and He's there to lead, to guide, to teach, to remind you of who you are in Christ, righteous, holy, forgiven, and loved unconditionally. And sometimes, you know, you can, you can sow to the flesh in a religious way, trying to establish your own righteousness, but it's also possible to sow to the flesh where it's really not going to be something that's going to be profitable. You know, Paul made the statement that, you know, now under this new covenant, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. You know, he also said in, in Galatians that, don't let this liberty that we have in Christ, and man, do we ever have liberty. Talk about your freedom, right? But don't use that liberty or that freedom as an opportunity for the flesh because sin and, and, and those kinds of things related to sin, they, they can still hurt people. They do cause pain. And, and God doesn't want that in our lives. He doesn't want us to have to experience those kinds of things. He, he's there to try to help us live in a way that's, that's righteous and, and holy and godly. And how does that happen? It happens by grace. It has nothing to do with the law. It has nothing to do with trying to prove ourselves before God so that he'll forgive us because we've already established we are forgiven. But he is there, I believe, to help us along and to nurture us and to remind us of who we are. I mean, this, this unconditional love that he has for us 
it's there to remind us that we, we no longer walk in any kind of condemnation or guilt, but at the same time, there are choices that we can make out there, and they may not all be good ones. Yeah, I agree with that, Cap. I mean, it's the truth that in Christ, sin has been taken away. It's not an issue with God. He's not counting sin against us. He's not relating to us on the basis of whether we've been bad or good. He's not like Santa Claus, and he's not withholding things from us because we've been bad, or and he's not giving us extra goodies because we've been good. But as you were saying, there are things that we can do in this life, and, and even things that we don't do that might hurt other people that might hurt ourselves or whatever, and God doesn't like that, you know, I mean, he, he, because he cares for us. I'm not saying he's against us because of those things, but he knows the pain that sin can cause, that the things that we do that aren't beneficial, they can hurt people, and that's not grace. Grace doesn't do that. Love doesn't do that. If we're walking in God's love, there are certain things that we're simply not going to do, and certain things that we are going to do. And of course, none of us walks in love and grace perfectly, so we're not making that case either. We're not saying that if you call yourself a grace person or or a person who's after God's love, then you're going to be doing everything just right. We're not saying that. We know that no one walks this life perfectly, but we are saying that indeed there are certain things that are going to hurt people, and when we do that, that's not walking in grace. That's not walking in God's love. God does lead us. He does guide us. And and I like what you said there. You know, there is still a certain thing called right and wrong. We're not eating from that tree. We're not eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but there just is a certain thing called right and wrong, and it's all right in grace to avoid what's wrong and to go after what's right. It doesn't mean that you're looking for perfection through what you do right and through the wrong that you avoid. It just means that you're walking according to grace and love (laughs) rather than according to uh, walking after the flesh. That's all that we're trying to say there. So we just do want to encourage people, again, that it, it is a fact that you're forgiven fully. There's nothing that you can ever do that gets you out of God's love and grace. God's justified you by the blood of Jesus Christ, and nothing that you do can take away from what the blood of Jesus Christ has accomplished on your behalf. And so that is good news for all of us to walk in. Yeah, and what has kept a lot of people from walking in the truth is guilt and condemnation. And so regardless of what has happened in your life, what you've done to others, what hurt or pain you may have caused to yourself or to people you care about, put that behind you, please, please. Because you see, I'm glad you brought that up about the fact that we don't live from that tree anymore, the law tree. We don't. That is 100% true. We, We don't live by the rule book, the commandments and the law of which we've been freed from. Go back a few more programs for that. But we are you know, abiding in Christ, and the the loving Spirit of God is is there to nurture us with a love that's unconditional. And and to me, Joel, that that humbles me to know how far short I have fallen in being able to achieve the standard that God would have required under that old covenant. But now that standard of perfection has been found, not in me, but in Christ, and I in Him, He in me, has brought me to a place of righteousness before God his righteousness in me. And that humbles me. 
And that makes me, I think, more vulnerable in my relationship with him. And I mean that in a positive way, that I could just be open with him. He, he knows me inside and out. I don't have to keep wondering what God thinks of me or asking him for forgiveness anymore. That's the kind of relationship that we have now. It's, but there, there's times where he's going to teach me. And he does it in a, in a loving way. I mean, he doesn't punish us when we do wrong or to try to get us to do right or anything like that. It's nothing like that at all. Right. That's the thing. I know previously, at a previous point in my walk with God, I would oftentimes feel like I wasn't living up to what I thought I needed to, or I knew I had sinned or something like that. And I felt guilt and condemnation as if it was from God. You know, I, I felt that maybe some of the circumstances in my life that weren't so good, I thought that maybe those were, you know, God was punishing me or disciplining me for the things that I've done. But what I realize nowadays, knowing that God is not against me, but he's for me, knowing that the punishment and guilt, uh, the wrath of God, all of that was put on Jesus Christ, and he took it all for me, I know now that when I feel when I feel guilt and condemnation, thinking that that's God who's putting it on me, that really is the enemy. That's not God doing that to me. It's either the enemy feeding those thoughts to me, or it's just me, myself, forgetting that God is not punishing me. So guilt and condemnation aren't things that God puts on us anymore. We, we need to realize that those thoughts, those feelings are just feelings, and they're not really from God. And then when we realize that, when we realize the truth, that God isn't punishing us, but rather that he has made us just, he has made us holy, he has made us righteous, and that's how he sees us, then we can realize that, yeah, perhaps as a good father, he's leading and guiding us, helping us to uh, perhaps not walk in those ways anymore. But it's not out of punishment it's not out of slapping us on the wrist or giving us a good spanking or anything like that. I've heard preachers preach that, you know, or people say, I just feel like God's just given me a big old spanking and I needed it. You know, some people even think they need a spanking from God, <laughs> but they miss the point that they don't. He's not spanking people. He's not putting chains on you. He's not doing anything to you other than being a good father and helping you to to walk in what's beneficial, to walk in what's what's helpful, and to walk according to the righteousness that he's given you freely. Yes. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> uh, and, and that's what it was like for me, Joel, when I felt like I had to go and confess all my sins. And we'll probably get more into that on another program. But the thing I wanted to mention, I guess, about that is that, you know, if you feel like you're constantly having to ask God for forgiveness, that means you don't realize you're forgiven. And not a good place to be, really. It's, it's a burdensome thing. It, it, it's a reflection of the old covenant, really. Uh, not realizing the finality of Christ's sacrifice. And something real quick that we had touched on during the Sermon on the Mount several programs ago. You know, Jesus made the statement that if you don't forgive others, then God won't forgive you. Now, under that context, he was actually talking about the law to people, the Jewish people who were under the law at that time. It's not a new covenant teaching, okay? Because later on, it almost looks like a contradiction, but later on, Paul told us in his epistle, he said, forgive others, this is a good thing to do, forgive others as Christ has forgiven you. See, forgiveness has already been done by God for us and to us, so it's not a requirement for us to forgive others to be forgiven. But on the other side of the cross, before the cross, that's kind of what the law demanded, 
and yet under Christ and in Christ after the cross, because we've been forgiven, we can forgive others, and it's something we can do freely. Yeah, just think about that, how how that puts just a whole new spin on forgive, on forgiving others. It's not that we have to forgive others or, or God won't forgive us. It's not a, a legal requirement that we have to forgive others. It's not like, oh, man, I... I guess it's the Christian thing to do, I need to forgive others, but it's a matter of taking a look at the awesomeness of God's forgiveness of us. Look at how wonderful it is that God has forgiven us freely. He's freely justified us. He's freely taken away the requirements that were against us. He's freely done all of this on our behalf, and he's freely forgiven us. Let's take a look at how wonderful that is, and let's, in turn, do that to other people. Let's forgive other people. It just totally turns things around, and it makes it into good news, which is what it really is, rather than uh, legalism and requirements and law-keeping and all that. It sounds like so much fun, Joel. I'm going to forgive you, and I don't even know why. Well, thanks, because I don't know what I've done, but I feel like I need forgiveness. It's just that (laughs) old mentality. It's given. (laughs) All right. So walk away from this program feeling good about who you are in Christ and His unconditional love and eternal forgiveness for you. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.